0: hello everyone you're listening to talks with Natalia with your host natalia this is a podcast where each episode will be as if you and i are engaging in a conversation about wellness philosophy life updates and everything in between so grab a drink of choice and get comfortable Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Talks with Talia. It's your host, Natalia. So excited to be sitting down and recording today's episode. I know I said I was going to do a bonus episode for summer that was going to drop the last week in August, so the week before you guys are listening to this. I'm so sorry it did not happen. I ended up getting sick with COVID, (laughs) which... I'm not going to make, you know, that long in this episode, but yeah, I did get COVID uh, when you're listening to this two weeks ago. So hopefully my voice doesn't sound too bad as I am still kind of recovering. I'm negative, but I have like a lingering cough and like the chest pains, So sometimes my voice still feels or sounds a little raspy. So I apologize if there's any of that. But aside from that, I'm feeling a lot better. Um, I think I'm gonna put out an episode kind of on the healthcare situation in terms of what we should expect for flu season and COVID season when you know it approaches. So maybe that'll be something I'll put out you know in two weeks from now for the next episode or around October. Let me know if you guys would be interested in that side though, because I know that even though I'm a healthcare professional, I don't really share a lot of that part of my life in this podcast but let me know in the show notes if you are listening on spotify there's always places to comment or if you ever want to engage with me on instagram or threads at underscore talks with talia underscore and yeah let me know if you'd be interested in listening to more of like the healthcare side of things but today's episode i'm going to be talking about gistings this is another episode in the gisting series which again, I always say this, but I did not coin that term. There's another lifestyle guru that I listen to her content. She has a podcast. She has some YouTube. Her name is Kayla Nicholson, and she came up with the acronym, but it's basically standing for getting your shit together, and I always sub the S for something else in that. Um, like abbreviation so it is a getting your shit together episode but specifically getting your September together and how to reset for the new season and so that is what we're going to talk about today before we jump into that I will share with you some life updates really nothing much has changed in my life for the past couple weeks like I said I was recovering from COVID so kind of just getting my house out of sick mode I don't know if anyone else can relate to this I was listening to a podcast By Peyton Sarton. She mentioned sick mode, and I immediately was like, Yeah, I call it sick mode too. And I think that's hilarious. But basically, when I get sick and I go into sick mode, my house or my like space also goes into sick mode. I don't do the laundry. um, My dishes aren't really done. The floor is disgusting. Like things aren't picked up. And so I got my house out of sick mode when I was feeling better. I did like a whole reset, routine clean. Did the laundry, you know, made my schedule, things like that. So, been just kind of getting myself out of sick mode as well as things are changing at work. I am getting promoted, which is really exciting and also a little nerve wracking, but love that. So, yeah, I'm getting promoted at work and so kind of just taking over where the last manager left off in terms of, you know, my like the tasks and stuff like that so that'll be really exciting there's some couple projects that i'll be working on in the near future as we pull up to flu season i'm a pharmacist for those of you who may not know so we are heading into the busiest work season of the year with flu season approaching and then also the holidays coming up and so from now until like i would say february march is when we are in the busy season, so I'll be tackling that. Um, trying to think of anything else that's like been exciting. Nothing really too exciting. I have um, some trips booked for the end of the year that I finally booked, like finalized a couple days ago, which is really nice. I'm going to New York for a girls weekend in November and I'm going to Miami for technically Fort Lauderdale. But I always venture out to Miami when I'm in Fort Lauderdale uh, to kind of visit my nanny around Christmas time and just kind of take in the last week of the year and relax um, before I work. I'm working New Year's this year, so I'll be there from like a little bit before Christmas time to a little bit afterward, and I'm really excited. So yeah, just looking at my calendar for the end of the year. Um, I made my green juice this morning, which you'll see on stories uh, actually week before you're listening to this but because i'm recording a week early but yeah i've been making my juice every week it's been really something i love when i might when i was in sick mode and didn't make my juice i definitely really missed it and also that was probably the time where i needed it the most but i really love it so we made another green goddess this week just cucumber celery I did mango and apple as the sweeteners and the fruit in that, but you could really do any fruit that you find delicious. I've done green pears, green apples. This time I did red apples. Um, If you have a centrifuge juicer, you can juice a banana a lot better than my juicer. I would recommend um, it's hard to juice banana, but the flavor is really good. And then you can also throw kale in it. I can't throw kale in mine because my juicer is not equipped for leafy greens, but pineapple goes well in it as well. So if you wanted that, and then I think that's it. So today's beverage, I'm actually not drinking drinking a coffee because I'm about to go get a coffee after I record this episode. I'm gonna go to Cafe Nero with my boyfriend, or he's actually already there, but I'm gonna meet him at Cafe Nero after. And I'm gonna get a pistachio cold brew from them because I think it's so divine. But in the meantime, I'm drinking a liquid death. This is the armless Palmer, which means that it's the iced tea with agave and vitamins. Guys, I love Liquid Death. I don't really know how I feel about their water low-key because I just drink a hydro flask and so for me bottled water or like canned water I never get. I always just bring around my hydro flask and I never purchase water but they came out with like teas and I like them because they're not that sweet. Um, it kind of reminds me of a Stee's iced tea. If you know the brand Steeze. I love them and they have a a half and half, which is like an older Palmer. And then they have just like a regular mint. They're mint, season mint, 10 out of 10. If you can find it, purchase, amazing. Um, But I also love the liquid death ones. So we're gonna take a little quick sip. And also the can is so aesthetic. I love, I don't know, I just think it's so cool. Marketing, amazing, 10 out of 10. So, now that we have covered all the intros, let's get into the episode. I'm not going to lie, I am a bit sad that we already are approaching September. I love the fall. It is my favorite month. Happy first day of September, by the way, when you're listening to this. I just realized drop day on Friday will be September 1st, which is so fun and so serendipitous with this episode. But... I love summer. So I'm really sad that August is ending. I said August was going to be a healing month. It definitely was, but it went by so freaking fast. Uh, Taylor Swift was so right when she said August just slipped away, like, what? where has the time gone? Also, if you live in New England, like I do, or even I think the New York area what was our summer weather we had none um so i really just think it's not fair that summer's coming to an end already because i just didn't get a tan or enough beach days um i got a lot of rain so i don't know what mother nature is doing but hopefully she'll get her shit together listen maybe mother nature will listen to this episode and she'll get her shit together for october because i want a nice fall i want the crisp air i don't want a lot of rain i'm over the rain please But I would like, you know, give me a real Haunted Halloween, a Halloween Town-esque fall. Everyone's been saying Gilmore Girls. I don't watch Gilmore Girls. I've never watched it. So I don't know if, you know, I can't comment. But if it is true, give me a Gilmore Girls fall. Like, fall better be the peak season this year since we didn't have a summer. So, all right, I've said what I said about that. And basically, we've entered Virgo season, so it feels right to start the fall prep. Um, I also want to put out a little disclaimer. I don't do anything pumpkin until like mid-September. Sorry, not sorry. I might start early this year and do like the first week in September, but I'm still just not on the pumpkin wave, but it will get there. I will get there, Um, but just not yet. So, but we'll get there, I promise. Um, also, before I jump into this, getting your shit together, this um episode is going to be geared more towards like someone who has a full time job and a more like post college lifestyle. If you any of my listeners are still in college, I have a An episode I released back in 2020, which I can't believe like it's already been three years uh, when I first started this podcast, which has a lot of digital organization tips for back to school. So I kind of go over like my whole notion platform and like how I use it for classes and stuff like that, so I highly recommend if any of you are either part time in school full time in school anything like that that you go give that one a listen again, you can just. If you are on Spotify, just search on my my like podcast and you can just search like GIST and it will pull it up for you. But I definitely recommend giving that one a listen. So we're going to jump in. The first thing, obviously, is to declutter. And this goes for everything, your mind, your body and your soul. So let's start with the physical surroundings. Um. I start with my closet for me, my clothes are something that I definitely have to switch out slash declutter the most. And if you're someone who physically switches out your spring and summer, fall, the winter clothes, like you keep them stored away, now's a great time to go through all of your summer clothes, start packing up what you do know you're not going to need, donate the ones that you didn't wear this season, and then when you pull out your winter clothes, do the same thing. Go through things that you know you're not going to wear and have a pile for things that you might wear, but you're not sure. And what I like to do is you can either flip the hanger so on like the opposite side than it usually is, or you can tag it, whatever, but just keep a note of ones in that pile for when you put them in your wardrobe. And then this way at the end of the season, if you didn't wear them, they're immediately getting donated because you literally didn't wear them for the whole season. So those are just some tips. I don't actually physically split my wardrobe for a couple reasons. One, being in New England, (laughs) I never know if I'm going to need pants, shorts, a jacket, like. The weather here is crazy. It could go from being 60 to being 80. We can have rain. So Mother Nature really loves to surprise us New Englanders. And by surprise, I mean confuse the hell out of us. So I keep all of my clothes in my closet, but I will still take the time to go through all the pieces. Anything I haven't worn this summer, I just immediately donate because I'm probably not going to wear it next summer unless like there's a specific reason. Like for me, I didn't really wear any of my bathing suits this summer because again, we didn't have a lot of beach days. But I'm not going to go get rid of my bathing suits because I know that one, I'm going to use them December and when Miami time comes around. And two, like I just didn't wear them because of the weather. But I know that, you know, if we have beach days, I'm going to wear them. So things like that I'll keep. But. Things that I don't wear, they just get tossed, either thrown out if they're like really in bad condition. I can't, like they have holes or things like that. And then I'll just donate the ones that are in good condition. I don't really sell. I don't feel like the effort for me is worth it. I'd rather just give them to someone. My whole life I've done this. I've just donated my clothes to either like my mom's friend's children or local shelters, take back bins, things like that. But if you have like nicer pieces that you know that you can get some money back from, maybe it was like a designer, you know, shoes or bags or accessories or actual dresses that you're you're not wearing, then maybe like go throw them up on a Depop or a Poshmark and sell them if that's worth your while. Um, it also does give you some extra cash, but I personally do not do that. Next, I go through the rest of my apartment And I take that same energy I did with the closet and I go through room by room. Anything that doesn't serve me, that I don't like anymore, I will go ahead and donate things that are garbage. I will go throw out in the garbage. Um, And I've been going around and getting rid of things I do not use in my apartment. I have recently just sold a lot of stuff on Facebook Marketplace furniture wise because I am kind of redoing my living room a bit. I got rid of my desk because... I just don't need it i'm not in school anymore and I, I don't work from home and even the work that i do at home i don't need a full-on desk for and instead like i took that money and i purchased a new nightstand and i'm gonna take the rest of the money from the other furniture i have sold and I put it towards like a better record player situation that i'm really excited about so i sold like my table and chairs as well and then Basically, once you've cleaned everything out, um, you can, like I said, donate or sell. If you don't know where your local shelters are, definitely take time to Google. I just think it's so important to know where your local shelters are because um, then it makes it so much easier when you have to donate things. Because For me, at first, when I didn't know like where the take back bin was, I just had bags of clothes in my closet just sitting there. Uh, especially when the shelter I called wouldn't take them due to COVID and there wasn't like a, a bin around me that I knew about. It just piles up and it's great if you are able to like declutter the space and put it in a bag, but then if the bag is still sitting there, it's still taking up clutter. So immediately after you donate or like get your piles together, I would recommend just like straight Googling and going. If you live in Massachusetts, you can go to mass.gov and they will have a map of all the shelters. And then if you don't live in Massachusetts, I'm pretty sure most states have a website or a directory. Just put it in Google and kind of do some research. But super important, super helpful. Then it is time to reset the space. So for me, Resetting my space after a deep clean means getting fresh flowers, lighting candles, making sure I have like room spray. So I went to home goods and they already have all the fall candles out. Now I'm not like I said super into the fall scene yet, like I bought an apple cider candle that I'm going to save until it becomes like later in September or October time to burn, but I I'm still in the not yet fall, so I bought a coffee candle espresso is the actual name of it and it's amazing i love the dw candles i had the calming waves one which is my favorite summer scent this summer i found it again at a i had to go to a suburban one (laughs) i had to go literally like i was in Gloucester, mass um with my mom and that's where i found the calming waves couldn't find it at my local home goods but That finally finished. So now I'm burning the espresso one. These are all DW candles, um, which you can get at TJ Maxx Home Goods. I think they're so nice. And then I have a milk and honey candle as well that kind of like starts the fall transition. So I'm in like the fall transition candle sense right now. But yeah, and then for flowers, I got like sunflowers with um, a couple of other orange and red ones, so kind of fall-ish colors at my whole foods but you can go get them wherever you get flowers i think trader joe's has nice ones the trader joe's is just kind of far from where i was the whole foods is closer so i went to the whole foods but definitely set the mood i have like mood lighting too so i have like a salt lamp i'm thinking about getting like the sun rise or sun glow lamps just to put in like the living room or like the bathroom for at night, I think it's so nice. Have a humidifier that has um, the LED lights as well in my bathroom, but just making sure the vibes are set with the lighting and the candles and the flowers, the ambiance, it's really important just for your mental health or my mental health at least. And then the last thing on decluttering is to make a list and budget. So. I did a whole financial spreadsheet, which I will kind of go into in another video in terms of how I organize my finances. It would just be too much to put in this our podcast episode, so I will do it in another one. I'll kind of go over like what percentage of money I spend, what percentage of money I save. I'm not going to go over exact like figures just because that's personal but i will do definitely percentages and stuff for some tips um i guess real quick breakdown i basically spend 50 percent of my income and this goes towards like rent student loans any bills that i have and then any money that i spend for the month whether that's like booking trips for um like upcoming events or dinner reservations or stuff for my apartment things like that all of that is 50% and then the other 50% I save and I break that down into further percentages so I save like a certain amount for like an emergency fund and then I save another amount for like medium term like savings which again is like vacations future things so things that I'm going to spend this money probably in the next six to eight months I will keep so it's not like a permanent savings. I know that I will be spending this money at some point in time. And then I have another like percentage that I save, which is just long-term savings and this gets invested and things like that. So I definitely recommend creating a budget. And if you're planning on decorating your space for fall, I highly encourage you to use your old decor if you have any. Um, And if it still fits like your style, if not, you can sell or donate the old decor. If this is the first time you're like moving out on your own, your decor is like from college, which I actually have some things from college, like my salt lamp and stuff. But if you have a lot of things from college that you don't use, definitely donate it and then map out what you want or what you need for your new place. And then also list like general prices so you can adequately add that to your budget. So for instance for my space I mentioned that I wanted a new record setup. So that's something that I'm looking at and it's going to be like a new turntable as well as a new storage for my records and to put the record player on. Then when it comes to fall decor, instead of buying a ton of fall or Halloween decor, I'm just not that type of person that does like a theme for my house for every holiday some people are, which like no tea no shade i just personally am not so i just try to get a few things to set the vibe so like i said candles is like a big thing for me flowers um i will do like diy decor like there's an empty wall in my house and i kind of want to put like bats with like little twinkle lights on it if i end up doing that i'll show you guys on the instagram but I get like things like that that are really easy to store or to do because I don't want to take up a lot of space storing the stuff. Uh, Another easy thing is like if you have pillows, you can get different pillow covers and switch them out and the pillow covers are really small and easy to store as well. Um, But I'll also get like real pumpkins and then later, you know, in the season, I'll actually carve those so things like that. I create a mood board by going on Pinterest and kind of just saving things that I want for my space and then I will also list like any DIYs that I want to do as well. So now that my physical space is in order it's time to move to the digital world. Every month I do what I call a digital clean out but I basically am going to walk you through that checklist and then You can also copy it if you want, but I basically just every month go through and clean out all of my electronic devices, so this includes my phone, my tablet, and my laptop. So for my computer, I make sure my desktop is clean. I clear out all my downloads. I organize any installments and I change my wallpaper. For my tablet, I do the same thing. I clear all the downloads. I organize the file photos, file folders. I backup any files to my Dropbox. I backup my photos to my Dropbox. I organize my photos, organize all of my apps, clear out any unused apps and change my wallpaper. For the phone, it's very similar clear all the downloads, delete all the unwanted files, organize the photos, backup the photos, organize my apps, clear out or delete unused apps, and change my wallpaper. My Gmail, I do my Gmail every week, but I will really thoroughly go through it every month and just clear the inbox. And then also every month they reorganize the labels and make sure that everything is current. Because I do this every week, when I do it every monthly, just kind of look at it, there's really not much to do. I just kind of make sure that it's maintained. For my calendar, I organize it and I check off the tasks and I make sure that my daily reminders are still relevant. Then for my Notion, I organize and streamline all my routines, making sure everything is still current. And then I make sure all the notebooks are organized and there's no like duplicate reminders or anything like that. And then lastly, my Pinterest. I organize my boards and I make sure that all the old pins are like removed. So, just things like that. It's really easy. It's better if you do it once a month. But um, if you don't want to do it once a month, definitely do it like quarterly or something like that. After my Notion and everything like that is organized, then I will break out my journal and brainstorm what I want the rest of my year to look like. I go through my goal list and see how much I've checked off or the lack thereof, and I don't show any judgment to what I've checked off and what I haven't. I just go through and make sure that I create a plan for how I will stay on track for the next couple of months. I also create a mood board to visually see what I do have left to accomplish. Um, For me, I did a big life admin and shifted my bigger goals to next year, as there were other things that I accomplished this year that were not on my list, such as getting that promotion. I really didn't envision myself getting one this year. So the fact that I did is amazing and I'm very thankful for it. But it also means that there were things that I did not accomplish this this year, for instance, like getting my yoga certification. And I was going to get my yoga certification still at the end of this year, but I realized that after a lot of reflecting, I'm not ready. And the reason I feel like I'm not ready is I want to be better at my own yoga practice before I go teach it. So I'm still going to be doing yoga five to six times a week, still doing core power. Absolutely love it. I've just decided that I'm going to go for the yoga training at the beginning of next year. And this way I can focus on, you know, my promotion at work as well as getting better at yoga for myself. And so taking a step back and realizing this and humbling myself and realizing that my goal is no longer to get certified it is to make it a sustainable habit and I am making it a s- sustainable habit are things that will set me up for success so I recommend doing the same thing if you feel that you know you're rushing a goal and you're not really all in you're kind of just doing it to check it off maybe kind of reevaluate the purpose and get back to that mindset of why and then create like a stable plan to get to that goal um, so then after I set out my intentions for the rest of the week it's time to help my soul I do a tarot read see like how the season will be I find it really really fun I light incense my candles I get cozy with a little beverage and it's just a really nice way to connect to the universe connect to myself and it's really fun for me to kind of just see how the end of the year might plan out. And then because I do keep a journal of it, it's fun to go through like the next couple months and read it and see how accurate it was. And the last thing I do is I work on my fall bucket list. So I keep one for every season. So I think it's fun to do this, but specifically I will go through the season that we're in, so fall i will see if there are any things on this bucket list that are like reoccurring like going to a pumpkin patch carving out pumpkins like these are things i want to do every year but then i'll also update it with like movies i want to watch um new photo shoots so like for instance i live in boston now so not new york city so i want to do a photo shoot in like beacon hill and on acorn street and then i also plan out bigger trips um like i want to go to new hampshire for one weekend and just go hiking or reading in a cabin so that's something i'm possibly looking at for like maybe the end of october and then um i will see like if it's possible to fit these plans into my schedule But it will just be fun, things like that, and this is something that's really fun. I think when we're adults and we start getting into, you know, that nine to five lifestyle and the goals that we have, maybe like bigger financial goals or future goals for our work life or um, family planning, things like that, I think we forget that we should be romanticizing life at the same time and we should be finding magic at the same time. and so making a bucket list kind of inspires me to be present in each season and look forward to doing fun activities in each season and so i definitely recommend doing that and then this year i plan to end my gisting session by reading a new book for september i do not know what that's going to be i am still reading my fictional august read i'm almost done with it but i'm actually planning on finishing it the day i'm recording this a week before you're listening to this so i'm not sure what i will pick out next but again you can check out my instagram stories at underscore talks will tell you underscore i also have a read with me highlight to see all the books that i've read Um, I think I started this year, so it should just be all of this year, but I will hopefully be continuing it into next year as well. If you have any other tips on how to get your new season September together, feel free to DM them to me on Instagram, and I will post for everyone to share and benefit from. And that is it for today's episode. So I hope you all have a wonderful weekend, and I will catch you in the next one. Bye, guys. listening to this week's episode if you liked it feel free to leave a review and feedback is always welcome for more content make sure to follow the instagram underscore talks with talia underscore and i hope you all have a good week i will catch you in the next episode